Hello and welcome to the Global City Mission Podcast. The podcast is hosted by Global City Mission Initiative. This is Seth Bouchel, GCMI's team leader in New York. And today we're talking about short-term missions and global cities with Tyler Britton and Courtney Schuler. How are you doing, guys? Good. Doing great. Good. Welcome to the podcast. So thanks for joining me today, guys. Uh, Courtney and Tyler are two of our three interns here this summer uh, doing an eight-week internship through CMF. And so I want to start out just telling a little bit about the kind of work you've been doing this summer. What, what have you been up to? Um, for me, so I've been working in Arab and Muslim communities, um, or a specific one, um, on Steinway. Um, and then also a little Steinway's bit. Steinway's in Queens, correct? Yes, in yeah. Queens. Um, and then a little bit with the Sikh community in Flushing, Queens. Okay. And what about you, Courtney? What have you been doing? Um, um, I've been working with the running group close to in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. but also with the Muslim community in Steinway in Queens. And tell me what kind of work that we've had you do in the summer. Just share with the audience uh, the type of work that you've been doing. Um, it's a lot of ethnograph, um, getting to know the culture, getting to know the people in the culture. Yeah. Ethnographic study and anything else? Yeah, I would say just sort of like what it's like if you were to like start as a missionary here, um, like those ground steps, just understanding a culture, understanding what you're working in. Um, and what ministry is going to look like there. Mm-hmm. And we've had you do a lot of evangelism as well. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so talk to me about how this experience has compared to other short-term missions experiences that you've had elsewhere. Um, everything like elsewhere has been set up for us. And here we've had to find those, um, the people we want to talk to, or the people we want to plant seeds in, or just the neighborhood we want to interact in, mm-hmm. which is different from other mission trips that I've been on. So maybe more independent than programmatic. Is that a fair way to yeah, much. classify it? And what about you, Tyler? How is this compared? Um, so for me coming in, like I expected this to be completely different, like having been in Uganda, having been in Honduras, like third world countries, like New York City, I play, thought this was just completely different. It's, su- it's surprisingly more similar than I expected while also being its own thing. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, say more about that. How did you expect it to be similar or different? Um, so I expect it to be different just because we're still in America. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still in a first world country. Um, and so I just expect, like, you just don't think about, um, like, normal, like, you don't think about, or at least where I'm from, you don't think about rats being <laughs> a, being sure. a common site. Um, yeah, expect more air conditioning. Than you yeah, 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 that's been the big one. But, um, bathrooms. Yeah, available bathrooms. Uh, talk to me about culture shock. What is it like here? Um, this I can speak on this a lot. Just coming from like a Bible Belt, Oklahoma, um, it's big difference. Um, and just like, Christ, like people aren't as open with their faith as a whole, whether that be Christianity, whether that be Islam, whether it be Hinduism, whatever it is, um, people aren't necessarily as open with it right away, and you don't see as much bleed out into things around you. Um, this is a very um, like secular culture, I would say, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, so that culture shock definitely came in there. I would say that was the biggest culture shock for me. And what about for you, Courtney? What, how is it different or similar to what you expected? Um. I think I expected more people to be open and talking more, but everyone here, like, you put headphones in and you go throughout your day, mm. um, which is part of their culture. Sure. For sure. 
So talk to me about, you know, you've been going out of neighborhoods, you've doing a lot of ethnographic learning, trying to ask cultural questions, trying to find good inroads for relationship, trying to start spiritual conversations. You know, we've talked about all these things before on the podcast. Uh, talk to me about what the biggest takeaways or learning experiences were that you've had this last summer. Um, yeah, for me, so I would say that's one thing. Um, it comes with all um, short-term missions, whether it be an internship, whether it just be a one-week mission trip. You're going to do a lot more learning than you do doing, and that's something you got to understand. And it's hard to understand, like, when you go and you're like, I feel like I'm doing nothing. <laughs> um, but you're learning so much, and especially this one, um, especially this summer, it's like I've learned – like so many, like what ministry looks like in an urban setting, what ministry just looks like in any setting. Um, and so, yeah, I've learned um, just like, and one big thing for me this summer has been just go out and do, don't worry about as much planning. Cause for me, I want to sit in my room and I want to plan out my day. I want like by week, like what am, what am I going to do this week? Um, and I've just sort of learned that just go out and do like, so what if you make a mistake? You learn from that mistake. Um, and so what? Like, you just keep going. Uh, definitely what Tyler said, learning what, like, an urban culture is and what that looks like. Um, but also how to be independent and alone, I feel like. Hmm. Is it different than what you expected? Very much so. <laughs> Say more about that. I'm interested in it. Um, I definitely didn't think that we'd be alone during the day, which I'm glad we did. We were because I grew a lot in that. Mm. Um, when you say alone, what do you mean? What What does your typical day look like? Um, it's more of me going out in the community by myself, like not really having a friend to talk to during the day, like, right. except the ones that I've made. Right. Yeah. There weren't any relationships handed to you for sure. Right. And so in the beginning, it was definitely challenging to not have anyone like having to make fresh friendships, mm. which was hard because we would be leaving in a few weeks. Yeah. And so that was definitely challenging. But as I built those friendships, it got a lot better. Yeah. Talk to me about what those relationships have looked like. I mean, it's only eight weeks, but yeah, I feel like you've made relationships fairly quickly. For sure. What does that look like? Um, It's just a lot of meeting up and for sure weekly. Um, trying new places. Someone took me to a new bagel shop to try a bagel for the first time. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of me just doing new things yeah. with people who live here and getting a New Yorker to show me around. Yeah. Not trying to put words in your mouth, but one of the things that I've noticed with people coming to do the kind of work that you've been doing this summer, I think they're surprised by how sort of mundane or everyday most of the activities they end up doing are. Yeah. Was that striking you guys as well? Um, doesn't feel very important most days. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I do something different every single day though. Mm, that's true as well. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about what the biggest points of learning were about evangelism specifically, because you've been doing a lot of that over the last yeah. few weeks. Um, yeah. So just sort of, um, just a little bit like what con context, contextualization, um, and just how to I do that on such a bigger scale where in New York, that's one thing that's different about this is it's not just one culture. It's a lot of cultures combined and then it makes one bigger New York culture. And so it's, it's very, um, 
it's been interesting just to um, learn about how to um, share, like what what ways of sharing the gospel works in certain communities better than other ways that works. What does works mean in that context? Um, are people more accepting of? Do people want to hear more? Do they ask questions or do they just? I mean, people are gonna just blow things off no matter what, right. um, but not offending them, I guess. Sure. So sort of curiosity, yes. general relational receptivity, is that yes. a fair yes. way to class it? What about you, Courtney? What do you feel like you learned about evangelism this summer? For sure, how to in general. Um, I feel like I never got like properly taught how. Hmm. Um, but definitely like learning what to say and when to say it hmm. and how to plant the seeds in a formative way hmm. in a sustainable way. What do you mean by sustainable? Longer lasting, just that they'll always one, they'll ask questions and they'll want to know more, but also they'll remember what I said or like they'll remember like, I don't know, just, I don't know. I'd say definitely a longer lasting ministry opportunity for them. Sure. So maybe that evangelism is something that you can continue to follow up on and build on in a relationship yeah. rather than yeah. just as a presentation. Is that a fair way to yeah. interpret what you're saying? For sure. Talk to me about the other side of that coin. What were the biggest challenges? Um, for me, just, um, just like it is on our own. So, like just going out there and like it's a big challenge for me was just figuring out where to get started. Um, stepping out of my comfort zone in a lot of ways. Like my comfort zone isn't just going up and talking to random people. Like that's sort of <laughs> like my like, sure. fear. Like I don't know. I just have and like that was put there. And so just I would just like encourage anyone just step out of your comfort zone when it comes to ministry. Don't just do stuff that you feel comfortable doing occasionally like train yourself like, and eventually that becomes the normal for you. So hmm. I'd say that was a big challenge for me was just pushing myself like, and hmm. actually wanting to push myself. What about you, Courtney? I feel like on the opposite side, cause I can talk to literally like a fly on the wall. Um, but it wouldn't be talking to people, but definitely like on the flip side of like the greatest growth, but, alone being alone in hmm. the beginning was super hard and challenging but like also was great in the ending yeah what's what's so challenging about going out independently there's not really anyone to talk to <laughs> i don't know like it wasn't like i could debrief right then like i had to process it and like feel what i was feeling where i didn't necessarily want to hmm. i think you've yeah. You've had a lot of success in forming relationships with people. Yeah. Uh, has that feeling of aloneness or the difficulty of it changed over the course of the summer? Oh, for sure. Yeah. As the more, like, more friends that I've made, um, my days are pretty packed. Mm. And it just feels more normal in, like, my everyday life. Yeah. So you're both headed back at the end of this week uh, and then start school again in the fall. Um one of you in Oklahoma, one of you in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does this experience affect how you enter back into ministry at home and in college? Um, yeah, so that's a big thing for um, – I've take, like one of the big things I've learned from this is just 
everything we learned here is so reproducible and reproducible anywhere. Um, whether I'm going to Uganda, whether I'm in Oklahoma, like the stuff we learned, such as like this discovery Bible study or just, um, like ethnography, like I'm taking back with me and I'm ready to, um, I don't know, just start, just be, even just being aware of those things, like, um, that there are possibilities that I can do these things. I can do ministry here the same way I did in New York City. And so that's been one thing. Um, for me, I'm in a program called the Urban Plunge um, mm-hmm. at Johnson University. And so we're kind of already doing this, but not in a sustainable way. And I would definitely not. I would definitely say that I didn't know how to start those relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now when I go back to my neighborhood, I I know ways to get involved and plant seeds in mm-hmm. a formative way. Sure. So I have maybe some more confidence and skills in starting the cycling sure. relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely did not have that before this trip. Cool. So talk to me about just as a last question, if if you were starting over this summer, what do you know now that you wish you'd known at the beginning? Um definitely get involved with neighborhood things before like right away. Hmm. Cause before you know it, the summer goes by and you're halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair, yeah. yeah. For me, it's just um, ministry can be hard, and that's okay. Um, it's not always like easy. It's not. It's not always like just going on a mission trip. Sometimes it is hard, and like just learning how to adapt and just pushing yourself through that has been a big key and something I've taken away from this. Hmm. So I lied. I said that was the last question, and I thought of another one. Um, if you know, you guys have had uh, financial and missionary partners while you're here, mm-hmm. supporting your work. Uh, if you were going to communicate something back to those churches, those Christians back home about your experience here and what it's taught you for ministry where they are, uh, what do you think that you'd want to tell them? Um, so first thing for me has just been. Um, like we've talked a lot about the parable of the sower and that's something that's stuck in my heart big this whole summer. And like I've had in my mind, um, we control our effort. We can't control the outcome of things. Um, mm. we can just, we throw out seeds everywhere. We don't know what soil is what yet until stuff starts growing and then we nurture that, but we just go and we throw out seeds everywhere in the same way we go and we minister to everyone and then some people have good soil, and we'll see that grow, and then we help nurture that. So I just encourage everyone back home just to control their effort. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't come up with excuses. Don't um, say, "Oh, this is Oklahoma. We don't need to minister here." But there, just go do it. Yeah. Just go and have a good effort. Yeah, yes. just so abundantly because you yeah. don't know what soils out there. Yeah. yeah, I get that. What about you, Courtney? What would you want to communicate back home? Um. Uh, I don't, is this like for our supporters? Yeah. If you were, if you were to try to speak back into the partners you've had this summer that have supported you, what would you want them to take away from your experience and learn? That leaning on God and like the difficult seasons is probably the most important aspect of mission work. Um, Say more about that. What does it mean to lean on God? Just have like put your trust in him. Um, I feel like in the beginning, that's not where my trust was. Hmm. 
and that definitely played a huge aspect in this internship in the beginning. Mm. But as the more like I leaned on him and trusted him, um, doors opened, mm. and it's only him that could have opened those doors. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today on the Global City Mission podcast. And thank you for joining us. You can learn more about GCMI at our website, globalcitymission.org, or you can follow us on our Facebook and Twitter.